Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. This is Tiffany Harris, and you are listening to Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. The views and opinions of the following podcast are solely those of the hosts and Beyond Borders. And if you don't like it, we don't care. So let's reverse it on y'all. How about y'all stop lying? (laughs) How Chris Rock said it, men lie the most, women tell the biggest lies. Mm -hmm. She was lying through that whole paragraph. But it's okay. Because guess what else I found, folks? I found another one. Now, this one is highly ironic. But the title is Just Tell the Truth. So you already think, okay, you know, maybe somebody going to make some sense. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the age-old complaint we have about men lying. It seems like it's their immediate go-to when their back is against the wall or when they suspect it might get them the answer they're looking for. Here's the truth, fellas. Lying never ends well. Sometimes you end up having to tell more lies to cover up the first one. At some point, it comes back to bite you. If anything, I would just say go for the truth and let the chips fall where they may. In the end, you will get more respect. From a 47-year-old attorney whose main job in life is to lie. (laughs) We not even. I'm going to say this again. This paragraph came from a 47-year-old attorney whose main job in life is to lie for money. Oh, man. Are you serious? If a dude told you the truth, you will not respect him. I'm sorry to say it, folks. I know a lot of people want to lie on here and on social media and say, just keep it 100 with me. Y'all would, most people want to be lied to. Because it makes them feel better because they're afraid to confront the truth. Every person on this earth lies. Whether you verbally lie or you wear makeup, you lie. I'm sorry to say it. Y'all were caping for Miss Alicia Keys when she did no makeup. She wore makeup before, though, folks. So she's a liar. Your favorite celebrity lies to you every day. Yes, men lie. We lie out of necessity because a lot of us were not taught accountability, folks. Women should not be lying because once you lie as a woman, your backlash is going to be way worse than a man's. A man can fight his backlash. You can't. 
Let me go up to a woman and say, hey, listen, I got a wife at home and a daughter. I just think you cute. I just want to be with you. I just want to take you out. You think I'm going to get that far? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Some Nowadays, you got some girls that, that like the thought of married men. And I don't ask why, because the instability that comes along with that, like this, they hold out on this hope that, oh, he'll leave his wife for me and he'll fall so, like that's, he falls so in love with me. He can't be without me, that crap. You have a lot of that going around now, so. No, but in this modern era, do you think I would get that far? Honestly, it depends on the woman. Yes, you would, uh, yeah. Hmm. The same values and the, the principles that people used to have, like it used to be a thing where women despise the thought of being uh, with another woman's man. Nowadays, they think it's cute, especially like in my city. A woman, these single chicks, their favorite thing is somebody else's man. Mm. Ain't much going on down there in West Virginia, right? There's some stuff going on down here. I ain't saying, I ain't saying no more. <laughs> All right. Uh, recognize my strength. I'm not even going to read that. If you expect it reflected, that sounds like some Christian stuff. I'm not going to read that. And that's their picture. Okay, so we, we, we've we we've really just black people, no. Black women, no. There are standards for marriage. Mm. But before we talk about that, I have one more piece of literature that would be perfect for this. Now, number one, ABC ain't ish for this. This came out 13 years, folks. We got the video. They came down to Atlanta and interviewed four or five black women, career black women, who were looking for love. They brought out the statistics, folks. Number one, the the presenter of the segment was smirking the whole time. I think she was laughing, but I'm not going to go there. And she was white. But when you hear this, folks, it's about seven minutes. When you hear this, Tiffany, I want you to take notes mm -hmm. because I, I want your thoughts about this because these are all black women. Mm -hmm. And a special guest showed up. So for those on the on the video, you will see who the special guest is. For those on the audio, you'll hear the special guest near the end. So let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Fair use. Fair use. Mm -hmm. Copyright disclaimer act in 1976 and all that jazz. So don't tell me I can't monetize this video when I get to a thousand. But here we go. That question. Birthday. Cheers. Cheers. Make a wish. Nicole Marchand is celebrating another birthday. At 31, she's accomplished a lot. She's a prosecuting attorney and running for state court judge. It'll be a $500 fine. Nicole isn't the kind of woman you'd find standing by on the sidelines of life. But you would find her here at the Georgia Dome. Cheering on the Atlanta Falcons. You've heard of a man's man. Nicole is the quintessential man's woman. She appears to have it all, and yet, she's still single. 
42% of black women have never been married. That's double the number of never married white women. I look forward to the day. I look forward to being married. It's just not that easy. For starters, there are more black women than black men, 1.8 million more. So even if every black man in America married a black woman today, one out of 12 still wouldn't make it down the aisle. Let's take 100 black men. If you eliminate those without a high school diploma, those without a job, and the number of black men between the ages of 25 and 34 who are incarcerated, that leaves only about half of black men eligible to pop the question. Nicole sees the problem every day. It is sad to see that the majority of the defendants that we prosecute are black males. Those numbers can be very disappointing. Admittedly, the selection of men is, is slim. Get it through your head. You're the Friday girl that's just for sex. That's what you are. We broached this serious dilemma with comedian-turned-relationship guru Steve Harvey, author of the book Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. There are still a lot of good men out there who are being overlooked. Harvey says black women don't have to settle, but may need to compromise. You a corporate exec? Does he have to be a corporate exec? You make $150,000 a year. He has to make 150 or above? That, that's your requirement? If your requirement sheet is ridiculous, you have to look at it. What we looked at were the large numbers of professional black women who groom themselves for success with BAs, MDs, and JDs. 70% of them are still without the more elusive title, MRS. I would be lying if I said that I don't have fleeting thoughts of, okay, I'm 32, my clock is ticking. The tick-tock of the biological clock is getting louder for several of Nicole's single friends. Meet Chateau Waters. She's a 32-year-old high school counselor pursuing a doctorate degree in psychology. We have this thing called the black girl curse. A lot of our white friends are married by 25, like happily married. Kids by 27, and we're like, what is the deal with the BGs? You know, just, and it's the black girl. <laughs> Jakeen Ashford is a chemist for a pharmaceutical company. Now that she's 34, she's lowered the bar when it comes to height requirements. I don't have a certain criteria, like if you're not 6'5", and I used to, but then as I got older, I said, okay, well, maybe if you're 6'3", 6'2", 6'1", okay, maybe we could see eye to eye. I kind of have certain standards that I, I hold myself to, and I don't feel like I should have to settle on those for the sake of having somebody. Um, I'm willing to wait. Like many black men, she's also open to dating outside her race. In fact, in the past decade, the number of black women entering interracial marriage has more than doubled. In fact, last night, <laughs> was at a restaurant, had a great conversation with this, this Caucasian gentleman. I mean, we were vibing, we were clicking. I'm thinking, he's going to ask for my number. This, I, white men never ask for my number. And he was like, all right, well, great conversation. You know, maybe I'll see you around. I was thinking, what happened? Asked for his. No. <laughs> We're maybe not as coveted as black men in society. Melinda Watson is a 28-year-old payroll specialist. She hasn't had an exclusive relationship since college. I just feel that there's a lot of taboo associated with dating black women because I don't think that they're necessarily going to want to take us home to see mama. The consensus in this group was that their preference is to marry a black man. It's not that they can't find one to date. The issue in many cases is exclusivity. You meet these great guys, you have a good relationship, good rapport, and then it's almost like, I'm going to keep you around, and hopefully when I'm ready to settle down, you'll be there. That's the back part. 
pocket girl. The back pocket girl. Mm -hmm. And yeah. every now and then they'll check in with you to make sure you're still single. You're not married right. yet, are you still single? Right. You still waiting on me? No, not really. Chateau hasn't been in a committed relationship in more than a decade. If you have four quality women that you're dating and, you know, they're in rotation, I mean, who's going to rush into a marriage? We decided to ask Mr. Harvey for advice. He listened as we asked our single ladies about their requirements. I had a list of about 50 things that I would keep in my Bible. It's now down to about 10. Honesty, supportive, financially stable. Now granted I'm 31, so he needs to be at a certain stage. What do you consider a deal breaker? If there's not that initial chemistry, it's not. It's never going to work. I don't care if you have every quality on my list. I'm not going to talk to you if I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> right. Are they asking too much? So maybe it's just that we want oh, it all. Single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your hands up. How y'all doing? His initial reaction? All y'all fine. Hell, who don't want to go out with y'all? <laughs> Me and my age have made a mistake in that we didn't teach the generation behind us the principles of manhood. There are so many African-American men missing, absent in the family. His advice, go for the older man. You have a biological clock. We don't. While these women look forward to settling down, <laughs> they're you know not what? willing to you settle. The one thing that I can't control is a man choosing to marry me. And so I choose not to worry about it. Being that I've waited so long, I just, I can't settle now. It's not an option for me. I would love to be in a relationship, a marriage, but I don't feel that that defines me. So if I don't find the perfect person for me, then I'll just remain single. I'm Lindsay Davis for Nightline in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs>
um, ever since going all the way back, since we like to bring up slavery and whatnot, our reputation from the plantation on has really not changed. We've got this attitude of being combative. Um, there's the Jezebel black woman stereotype we have to ta- we have to look at where we're succubus. Exactly, we're viewed as the succubus. We are sexual. We're sexually immoral, deviant. sexually deviant, sex so sexually aggressive that we are predatory and predatorily threatening to can, white. Can I say behavior. it? Can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Shout out to Mama Jones. Oh my goodness gracious! Shout out to Mama Jones. I want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that, but hold on. Yes, we we do got to get into that, and we got to get into something else. Um. So then we have to work on our public image, get rid of all these things. We have to show the world that we are not the things that uh, that the stereotypes um, that have been created about us say that we are. Now, how do we do that? Firstly, we got to look at ourselves, understand that we are not always right. We have faults of our own that we need to individually work on. And when we decide to go on these girls retreats, instead of going on girls retreats out of the country to avoid white people, maybe we need to go into a girls retreat to a therapist office and figure out why we are the way that we are. Some of us Um, Two, uh, when it comes to standards, you just sat there and heard that woman confirm that most of her standards for men had to do with what they look like, their height uh, their body's type and all that other stuff. And it's nice to have an attractive partner, don't get me wrong, but why do we care so much about the height of a man when we don't look at what kind of person he is? We don't look for his morals and things like that. Like uh, I actually had this discussion on Facebook and there was this girl, uh, Tanya TKO, that was going off about one of Kevin Samuel's um videos where he was telling a girl that was like 36 and single and wanted a man making over 100k a year that it wasn't going to happen for her Mm -hmm. and uh so in the comments section there was a, a separate discussion going on and i got up and i remember asking you know why you know what happened to the days when women would look for a man based on his character integrity principles morals and things like that why are so many women solely focused on men with money and men over six feet and I got a bunch of answers to it, but answers that came, that really didn't make any sense. Um, a lot of people chimed the, well, it's a man's job to provide and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but that's after marriage. That's not in the course of you dating. While you're dating, you're supposed to be woman enough to finance yourself. And uh, how are you going to make demands for him to support your lifestyle or a lifestyle that you dream of when you don't even have the means to support your li- that lifestyle yourself? So then that goes back to what the woman was saying about, oh, she's an executive and she wants somebody making such and such amount, like X amount of money. Well, here's the thing. One thing I've noticed about a lot of black women is that we go to college and it was actually said like this before, where it said that black women go to college to prove that they don't need a man where other races and women go to college to get and find a husband. And that's coming back to bite us in the rear end, as you can see with these women, where they're going and actually doing the masculine thing of trying to establish the career and build up their uh, their build themselves up financially. And then they're doubling back to try to find the men and the men that they wanted are already taken by somebody else. So now your options are less are already less than. You look at the statistics about the availability of black men. First off, they're only 7% of the population 
in the United States of America. And then you have to deal with those that are lacking in education, those that are incarcerated, those that are, are uh, caught up in, in various things from gang activity and whatnot to that small percentage that are actually going to build themselves up. And then you have to pick and choose from them. Well, if you have ignored all of these men while you were in the midst of building up yourself financially and then you're doubling back, you're going to double back to find out that those same guys that you ignored in the first place are gone and they already have wives and children and families of their own. So then you're going to, you're stuck in a place where you're either um, going to remain single and continue to try to hunt for that man, wishing that you had caught one when you could, or you're going to end up being a side chick. And those are the two options that you have. But the side chicks be winning now. Uh, so the side chick gets the avocado on her on her burrito. I don't know, maybe. I mean, but who? Why would you want to have a piece of a man when you can have a whole one? Because you can't deal with a whole. Because these chicks out here don't know how to deal with a whole man. You then they don't need to really be trying to get with with one. Then but like, that's why the they in Atlanta because they could be with. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. But Listen, then... I, you know how many corporate chicks live down here that that have kids but no man? That's another, and that's that's how you, that's exactly how you end up in that situation, too. There, that side chick stuff result, a lot of that come, a lot of that, that I'm corporate and financially successful, but I got all these kids with no daddy. Part of that is the problem. You're chasing, you're playing side chick to a man that's taken to his going home to someone else at the end of the night. Now, whether What's going on in their house and and whatnot? That's still not gonna make him leave her for you. And there's always they they hold out that hope too, being stupid. Oh, he'll leave her for me one day. Oh, well, he's staying one because they, they have a million excuses. Oh, he's staying with her for the kids when the kids grow up. Blah blah. Actually, I had a neighbor that that happened to. She was married, and, or no, she wasn't married. Her boyfriend was married, had a wife, and he had three kids with her, and then he had a wife in a neighboring. Uh, apartment complex it was all poor but anyway he was living with his baby mama who was my neighbor until their three kids grew, uh, grew up and moved out and graduated guess what he did when the youngest one graduated and turned 18 and moved he divorced he left yeah he left and went right back guess where he went though he went to the check the yeah he went one. back home, he went back home to his wife he and his wife had another baby and the baby mama is sitting there looking stupid <laughs> like everybody told like this is everybody knew that was coming like and she used to get mad because uh, my parents were like the only married parents in the housing projects. And she would like look at my dad and my mom would be like, okay, they're married, you know, one day hoping. And my mom was like, no. <laughs> you, you ain't ready for this game. This, folk, this is a game, but y'all not ready for this. Yeah. There's so much intricacies that y'all are not aware of. And if you, like I said before, if you haven't seen it, you don't understand it, and it's gonna look foreign to you. Mm -hmm. Just so then you go back, and guess what happens? Since you brought you up, you listen to Steve Harvey. That's what. <laughs> but that, then do that in your early years and stop. You know what? There's been this great. Uh, there's been this this um, thing I've seen girls on social media argue uh, about women who. Like myself, because I got married when I was in my early 20s and I've been with the same guy, you know, my entire adult life from college on up. 
And there are women out there that honestly see something wrong with that instead of, you know, you meet somebody that you have good, you know, you have the mutual connection, you have the mutual goals and you're working for the same thing, you're compatible. So you stay in that relationship and you build upon it and it goes to marriage. There are women that don't understand that, but rather than they want to play throughout their 20s and then when they're 30, then they start looking to settle down. And I'm sorry, it doesn't work the same way for women that it does for men. Like he said, women have a biological clock that takes men don't. A man at 95 could get a 20-year-old pregnant if he was... If That's he got, one of my goals in life. <laughs> a 95-year-old woman is not going to be able to get pregnant by nobody because she has no more eggs. The minute a girl starts her menstrual cycle at, what, 11 or 12, you start losing your eggs. As a matter of fact, by the time you're... I think you have so many, you lose so many million by the time you even, you know, by the time you're 18. And then after that, you have a, by the time you're, I know by the time you're 30, I think you only have about 300,000 eggs left and yeah. they drop from there. So if you want kids and husbands and all that stuff, you need to start thinking about that sooner and start working toward that sooner. Make that a goal. Stop listening to your bitter friends that, you know, and the, the I don't need a man chicks because those girls, what I found out is that they try to beat other women over the head with that. And what they're really doing is trying to weed out the competition. Oh, she wants you to not get with the dude that actually wants the wife and the kids and the little white picket fence in the suburbs because she wants to pursue that man thinking that he will want her if she can get him. That's Does it not have to be a white picket fence. Not necessarily, but you know, you, you I, like, get... I like brick. Well, yeah, <laughs> I like brick and metal. I like that. Well, but but same same story, same uh, thing though. Yeah, uh, we in trouble, folks. I I told y'all, man. Yeah, love ain't cap. I'm to, for y'all young people. I I still don't know what cap mean, but whatever. Um, y'all gotta y'all gotta y'all gotta wake up. <laughs> The next generations under us, they they giving us the finger right now. Mm-hmm. And at least right. Steve, at least Steve, his old his old buck dance himself. At least he admitted that the older generation screwed up. Mm-hmm. At least they did. But and here's, again, here's the thing that I've seen with these younger generation of women, they're all over the internet screaming at men that, oh, uh, you know, they bought so f- much into that marriage is slavery for women thing that now it's oh well. I don't want to give a man a, I don't want to be a man's uh, personal servant and I don't want to be an incubator for his babies and blah, blah. I'm like, okay, but don't come hollering down the line when you're 40 and you realize that being alone, this sucks that you want somebody now. Cause it's too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and last thing, I, I don't like the fact that I got a bunch of chicks out here that are happy that people are getting divorces. I see that on TikTok all the time. These divorce lawyers that are like championing, or they're, or they try to get in the heads of married women. They say, uh, <clears throat> and especially stay-at-home housewives. I saw one that was on um, TikTok, and she was basically explaining all the reasons why stay-at-home housewives should buck her up and go get jobs. And it's always this fear of, oh well, he's what if he leaves you, and uh, who's going to take care of you, and blah blah blah. I'm like, well, do you? St- Apparently, you think people don't know that uh, the statistics that say that career women get cheated on and divorced more than mar- more than stay-at-home housewives. Um, and the only thing she's doing is putting paranoia out there to fun to f- get garner up clients to line her own pockets like you have to understand you have to learn how to see through those things too a divorce lawyer is not giving you any good advice 
um, regarding your marriage. They're not going to tell you to go to marriage counseling. They want you in divorce court because then they get paid. Mm. That's that's scary. But then again, y'all y'all strong and independent, so y'all strong. So you know. Do you remember that video I sent you about the uh, where the guy was telling people to stop calling their sons the men, uh, the men of the house at like nine? Yes. That that's <sighs> ultimately where that attitude leads to. Yes, sir. So please talk about before we go. Please talk about Mama Jones. Oh, Mama Jones, uh, rapper Jim Jones' mother. What did he? Uh, he came out recently and admitted that his mother taught him how to kiss by kissing him. Like she was kissing her boyfriend, tongue and all. Mm. And yeah, it, she, no, if we want to talk about going back and getting the Jeffrey Epstein and all his people for child molestation, then go after Mama Jones too, because that's exactly what she was doing. Um, that is the sign of, of something that is terribly wrong with a lot of our families. And I see it a lot. What people don't realize is that a broken family system produces something that there are three psychological terms for it. There's emotional incest, there's genetic sexual attraction, and there's Jocasta complex. Uh, Jocasta complex is since most children from single parent homes live with their mother, it is that attraction that a mother develops for her own son as if he were her romantic partner in the absence of a true a male romantic partner. So then she starts to require things of him from that require things from her son that she would from uh, a husband. And that includes, you know, meeting her emotional needs. And that's where emotional incest comes from, where I don't have a man to meet my emotional needs because I'm single. But I do have this male child so he can replace him. You have these women that groom their sons to try to be better men than their fathers when really what a lot of them are doing is grooming their sons to be better men than their fathers to take the place of their fathers and be their mama's man. Um, mm -hmm. I saw a video where a black girl actually broke this down on TikTok and she went off saying that one of the things we need to stop hiding in the black community is the toxic black mother who is emotionally interested in her own son because she raised him by, her, by herself to be not a good man for someone else, but to be the man that she couldn't keep. Well, that's where a lot of this leads to when you don't know, you date not knowing what you want in a relationship, not knowing why you should be dating, um, not knowing the purpose of dating. When we don't believe in um, transitioning of stages from like single to dating to engaged to married. And then when we find ourselves later in life, in our 30s and our, our 40s with children, but then no husband around. Then you become confused. You're desperate for some kind of companionship. And then they just start pulling it from their children. And then the son goes up as he gets older, starts to uh, entertain relationships, which is natural. Mother doesn't complete as, as this. It's almost like she forgets that she's his mother. And then she starts to become jealous and combative and want to work against his relationship to get her man back, basically. That is, I've seen that happen so many times, and that's one of those things that we need to deal with in our community if we're ever going to fix some of the problems that are with that are that uh, we have as a people. One of those things is not just talking about fixing the black family, but 
really understanding what the issues are and then dealing with those without ego um, and each side taking responsibility for what they are not doing properly. And that includes us as black women because we're so quick to be like, the men need to do this and blah, blah, blah. But then we don't fix our issues and it's everybody's getting putting it out there, including other black women. Like, okay, this is not a one-sided issue. Mm. Well said, well said. So before we go, folks, Tiffany, you're going to hate me, but I got one more thing for you. That's okay. <laughs> okay. They're, they're forcing me to do this divestor video. They're forcing me to do it. Maybe maybe before Black History Month, I, I will eviscerate them. But here's another example, folks, of love in all the wrong places. Ladies and gentlemen, Exhibit B. Black guy never will. They all call me racist. I am not racist. Yeah. I've only had white sticks to me. That's how, like, they all call me racist. I am not racist just because I say black guys are ugly and ghetto. That doesn't make me racist. Personal preference. You know what I mean? Is there anybody here that wants to reject this trade of this lady going to the other side? No, sis. You you free to go. Trust us. We just just go. <laughs> Who I want to date. I hate when black guys try to hit on me. I hate when Mexican guys try to hit on me. No! Hot, sexy white guys only. Right, Patrick? Yeah, I like that. Good. <laughs> Nathan, have you ever hooked up with a black girl? I have. Oh, he's been yes. Actually, uh, darker than me, the sweetest of these. What? <laughs> and actually, Patrick, I never dated a black uh-huh. So okay, let's Jesus let's finish it out right there. Don't even realize it. For the for the for those who heard that on the audio, you got to you got to see the mop she didn't got from the Dollar Tree that she put on top of her head. I mean that that was it, I didn't even know they're making it in that color, number one. Number two, for you to run your mouth, and she said the trigger words for me that made me perk up. She said personal preference. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know. Even white people know black men on this planet cannot have a personal preference. We know this. Our personal preference gets excoriated every time we utter these words. But this is a growing thing that I've heard. And this is why I mentioned Fresh and Misfit beforehand. Because they're in trouble right now for talking about their personal preference and downing black women. I love black women. I do. But y'all need to educate yourselves on this thing called accountability and cooperation. That will get you a man all day, every day. It's not you because it is you. No, <laughs> I just fucking no. But let's let's get serious. Now our title is standards of marriage. There are standards. Number one, accountability. Number two, communication. Number three, cooperation. Number four, a willingness to admit that you don't know everything. Mm. Number five, you better, 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 better. Both parties. Know how to change a flat tire because the other person will not always be there to help you. 
So you better know how to change a flat tire. Number six. Both people should have basic knowledge of how to balance a budget Mm -hmm. and do basic finances. Even if you put all your bills on auto pay, you black men, especially you should know how to do that. Auto pay everything and watch your watch your statements. Number seven. This is for the fellas. If you're going to look at a female, develop a look where you're still looking straight, but you're looking, but you're not looking because if a female catch you looking, you're going to be on that couch. That's just for the fellas. Number eight, this is for y'all females. If you're going to look at a man and you're in the grocery store, take a, a jar of tomato sauce. It only works with tomato sauce. Act like you're looking at the ingredients and you spin around 270 degrees. Look at this man and then be like, uh, it's got too much salt and put it back. And then move on. Now, if you're going to go talk to him, then, you know, you go talk to him. But if you're not, and you were just trying to get your rocks off a little bit, just do that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help y'all out. Keep y'all marriage sane. Number nine. And I can't stress this enough. This, is, this should have been number one. When you're in a marriage and there's kids, it ain't, about the, it ain't about your significant other no more. It's about them kids. But you should always keep your significant other happy. Mm-hmm. Always got to keep them happy. So, ladies... If you was a freak when this man met you, you better still be a freak when when when, when you there. Don't don't give me no energy crap. I don't want to hear none of that. Cause y'all keep saying a happy wife, happy life. If you don't keep showing your butt, I'm gonna go give another lady my nut. I'm going to hell for that one. You are. And number ten. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put the questions over. I gotta put them over. I'm going to admit something to you, Tiffany. I can't believe I'm about to admit this, but I am on this journey looking for the higher power, mm-hmm. and I have been, I guess, more spiritual nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, look into yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Please look into yourselves. We're all fallible creatures. Everybody. We're all not perfect. There's no such thing as imperfect perfection. So I think a lot of us as black people think that we can be imperfectly perfect. We are not sell from DBZ, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. He was flawed as well. We're not perfect beings. So we have to understand that there are going to be things that we have that we consider defense mechanisms that other people are going to view as you may be a little screwed up. So therapy, please, If before you get into a relationship, if you need to, please go see therapy. Go talk to somebody. Don't talk to your homegirl. Mm. She's probably bitter. <laughs> yes. And, it, and, don't, and if you do talk to your married homegirl, do not talk to her with her man in the house. Please don't do that. Because you will get attracted to that man, and I do not... Even though that'd be kind of hot, I don't want to see y'all fighting down, going down the stairs. I don't want to see that. It'd be kind of hot, especially if y'all close coming. Okay, but I'm sorry. Tiffany, please end off the show. 
Okay. Um, going back through your through the standards, definitely the one thing I wanted to focus on is uh, help. You know, continuing to be to pour into your spouse and meet his or her needs. We had that in America in a high rate of about ninety five percent with the marriage rate in the nineteen fifties and sixties, and it was under uh, a marriage stage called the companionate marriage. We have since evolved from that into the individualized marriage and what it has done, the evolution of marriage has not done us very much good. It has resulted in selfishness and, and um, self-centeredness and, and an attitude that you really cannot have within a marriage. You, it, caused, it has been the cause for inflated egos and hurt feelings and you know animosity among people who once loved one another where there shouldn't be. Now, back in the 1950s, 1960s, we had the companion of marriage, which was when husbands and wives entered into a marriage with the understanding that it was their duty to meet the needs of their spouse and to be a friend and a companion and to that person and to be, you know, they were to help one another. They were supposed to set a one mutual goal uh, for that family. And each day there was a process of working to meet that goal. What we need to do is get back to that because until we do, we're gonna to continue to see what we have, especially with us women where we're racing against the biological clock to find somebody. Um, and then we're coming up short because we're choosing all the wrong people out of desperation just to have someone, anyone. Know what you want, but be realistic about it. But at the same time, know what it is that you have that uh, would contribute something to someone else's life to help better that person's life. Enter into a relationship with the understanding that as a partner in a relationship, and especially if you want a marriage, it is your duty to help make that person's life a little easier. Stop getting in these relationships and bragging about being a headache to a man and how much problems you can give him and bragging about how crazy you are and bragging on your attitude because those are the things that are keeping you single and keeping you in the place where you cannot and will not grow with someone and ensuring that you're going to die alone. Even if you have children, your children are eventually going to grow up and leave you, which is the natural progression of things. Take some time, understand what you want, understand what you have to bring to the table, work on you, like Kim said, because no two people are perfect, but uh, self-improvement is always something that, any of us can benefit from. And um, make smart, make smart choices in those people that you're dealing with. And that's yes, not ma'am. Because yes, ma'am. too many of us are not. Yeah. <clears throat> Black love. It's beautiful, but complicated. And it's becoming rarer and rarer because um, as people are, are get, a lot of black people are getting tired of fishing through uh, and fighting. Fishing or catfishing? Well, catfish, a little bit of both <laughs> through our community to find, looking for something that they feel like they're not going to find with another black person. And they're going and they're dating and marrying out. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we can build the black family back, but it's going to take a lot of work. Mm. Yes. Yes. Ah, that was a fun show. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Sometimes fun. 
But yes. <sighs> Love. They say it don't cost a thing. It costs a lot, folks. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's end off the show here because I have to go do an ether of Rihanna real fast. No oh, goodness. What did Rihanna do? Yesterday, she put up a picture from Martin Luther King Day with him having gold teeth as her cover photo. And I'm... I, I, I wasn't going to touch her, but I'm going to have to touch her. <sighs> the Caribbeans are out of control, folks. The Caribbean, my people, my, my, my sector is out of control. This is why I really don't vibe with them a lot because a lot of them are off code. But we're not off code when we talk about black love, folks, because we're both people that are in marriages and Rihanna could learn a thing or two from us. But we're going to end off the show. So, Tiffany... Again, thank you so much for coming. Just let everybody know about your businesses again and your 1800 books. And we're going to get up out of here. Okay. So for anybody who wants to purchase a copy of either of my books, the titles are Do You Know Who You Are and Seed of My Father. You can find both of those on Amazon.com. And anyone interested in making a purchase from my business of scented candles or incense, visit www.tiffysense.com. Thank you for your support. Thank you for having me, kid. Have a beautiful evening. I plan to, after I, I give Rihanna this word, but I'm just going to be nice real quick, put that in the comments section so people can see it and they can't accuse me of not putting it up in there. I think that's right. I yep. hope so. Okay, cool. We're going to leave that there. And y'all know how I give it up. Kid Gravity Beyond on Instagram, also Beyond Borders Podcast. And also here, YouTube, K-Gravity Beyond. I'm over there on Twitch, K-Gravity 23. I'm on that cesspool called Twitter at Chef Boyardee, but I think I'm probably going to change the name soon, put it to K-Gravity Beyond so everybody knows that's me. But if I don't, it's still Chef Boyardee. And yeah, so everyone take care, stay safe. The little gnome said you got to put that face panty back on to get your supplies, so just go ahead and do that. And just remember, we know it's tough out here, folks. It's hard out here for a pimp, and it's also hard out there for a pimptress. But love is out there for you. Mm-hmm. You just going to have to get on your knees. And- <laughs>